Good morning, Saints. This morning, uh, we've had some rich moments in the presence of our dear Lord. We can all confess that this is so. We started out by saying, by singing about the Lord of glory. I'll just read a couple lines from that first hymn, 134. It says, Lord of glory, we adore thee. Christ of God ascended high. Heart and soul, we bow before thee. Glorious now, beyond the skies. Also said, mighty king with glory crowned. Be we worship, be we praise. And our hymn we just sung, talk about the Lord being matchless and incomparable and divine. We read in uh, Isaiah 6 where the Lord was seen in a vision as highly exalted and he was lifted up. He said he was seated on the throne but yet he was high and lifted up. To us, it would be a contradiction, right? How can you be seated and lifted up at the same time? But it is talking about the position of our dear Lord. It's not just his being seated or standing. His position, God has, as we have read in uh, Philippians, God has given him a name that's at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. He's at that position where no other man has ever reached and no other man will reach. He's Lord over all creation. Anything that's created under, from Adam's day until today and beyond, falls right under the authority of our dear Lord. You know, as he has given up that place, he took those downward steps into this earth to suffer, to bleed and die, be humiliated, and his task was to redeem us from our lost state. Because we could not help ourselves, we could not redeem ourselves. But the Lord came and he had to fail his glory. He came in the fashion of a man because a man had to die to atone the sins of men. Adam, as we have often read, was the first man which plunged us into darkness and sin and it take and took another first man to redeem us. So God would have to pour his judgment out on a man to redeem man. So that's what our Lord Jesus did. The Lord of glory came down and he took on sin. He, never, he was never sin himself. He never sinned. But when God looked at him, he saw the sin of all mankind. That's what he judged. 
and Calvary. So this morning we realize that he's not in the grave, he's not on the cross no more. The work was completed. That's why God has highly exalted him, because he has won the glory. The glory which he already had in the beginning. He veiled it, he came down, he was restored after he took on sin, he conquered sin, he came out victorious, and he is now highly exalted. But as we have sung in this last hymn, 499 also, it also said, let me go back to the words here, 499. We have sung about his worthiness, O wondrous Savior Jesus Lord, worthy alone to be adored. He's above all, nothing or no one is equal for the Lord Jesus. And um, you're fairer than the sons of men. He's matchless, incomparable, and he's divine. And um, in the last verse, this is where we come in. But before we go to the last verse, we're going to read John chapter 14. The Lord himself making us a promise. Said, let not your hearts be troubled. John chapter 14, 1. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would, would have told you. The Lord cannot lie. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Let's read the last verse of the hymn. It says, I go to prepare a place for you, I will return to receive you. That where I am, there ye shall be also. It says, this, this shall be our endless theme. When glorified, we share with him the Father's home. And see in his, sorry, and see in blessed wondrous grace, our God revealed in Jesus' face. Lord Jesus, come. This is our desire for the Lord to come and make this happen, right? Make this a reality in our day. It is already, the work is already done. The promise of God is yea and amen. There's no change, there's no wavering. It's going to happen. This is something we have to believe and we got to hold. So, as we have been blessed this morning, I just hope and trust our hearts are encouraged to know that position we're in as believers in Christ. You know, Christ Jesus. He made all this possible for us. That we can have a blessed hope and a bright eternity. It's not just something that encourages us and we are hyped up one minute and the next minute we are back. Even though it does happen when we forget. But please let us not forget 
that this is a promise that the Lord has made and he's never failed on his promises. He's good, his word is good, and it is true. So as we venture into this week, I know there'll be challenges and they come daily. So let's just bear these things in mind. Remember where we are and who we are covered by and who we are associated with, the Lord of glory. And he will take us through this scene. You know, there's a, I got a message this morning from my brother. It says, there's a picture of an umbrella and a rain. And under that it says, an umbrella will not stop the rain, but it can allow you to stand in it. You know? You can stand in the rain. It's all around you, but you're covered in the rain. And so is our faith. Our faith will not stop the things from happening, but it can keep you in it. And it reminds me of the three Hebrew boys in the fire. And I remember they said, even if the Lord doesn't save us, we're still okay with it. Go ahead, put us in the fire. I'm not going to hide from it. So don't try to shy away from the things we have to face each day, but in the in it we got to realize and remember that the Lord is with us. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will always be there with you. That's what the Lord promised us, and He'll be with us in the good times and in the bad times. So take faith in this as we venture to another week for His name's sake. Amen. Amen. Thank <laughs> you.